Okay, today's daf is Erevin daf Samachdal. We are about ten lines in. The first word of the line is Yaimru. We are up to Gufa Amar of Yehuda Marshmo. So we said previously. So just one previous halacha regarding Erevin, and then we'll have a daf of Agalata. So Gufa Amar of Yehuda Marshmo. Afilu sechiro. If afilu lekita nois neiru Even an employee or someone who is a lekita, someone who helps out on the farm, he is considered considered an, a shliach or an agent of the owner of the property, and you're allowed to make an Eruv with him representing the representing the owner of the house. Okay, so that was what Amar of Yehuda Mershmur. So comes along Amar of Nachman, what a beautiful halacha you taught me. It's an excellent uh, Gemara. Amar of Yehuda Mershmur, so again, Rav Yehuda Mershmur says another thing. If someone drink a Ravius of wine, maybe a, a, a shot of scotch, he cannot pask in a halacha because he won't be able to think straight. Amar of Nachman, so the first thing that Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel that Afilu Schirav Afilu Kita Nesnuravidayo. Rav Nachman said, "Yeah, Kama Maalya Hashmaita." What a beautiful pshat you said. When it comes to the psak of Shasur Rav Yisyain Al Yaira, Rav Nachman says, "Loy Maalya Hashmaita." This is not a good uh, thing that you said. Until I drink, I can't pass because I'm too nervous. I need to calm down with my with my shot, one drink, and then. I'm able to have a clear head to paskin. my time Why taka did you say it? Why did you say that <clears throat> that, that it's a problem? I Why are you telling why are you saying that one thing is Kamamaya Hashmaita and one thing is not Kamamaya Hashmaita? The Pasik says, Zuna. Zuna is like the words of Zaina, part of the the beauty of, of Hebrew, of, of, of not Hebrew, but uh, of Lashon Kaidish, is that there's words that ma- that give the essence of what it means. So Zaina, which means a prostitute, so Zuna, this is nice. So Zaina, Vizuena, Kalemer Shmuel Zuna, Vizuena, Ma'abin Hoina Shotaira. If someone who says, This Gemara is a beautiful Gemara, this Gemara is not a beautiful Gemara, so he's ruining the, the beauty of the Torah. Torah every, every piece of Torah is, 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 is beautiful. It's amazing. So I'm going to lay right? Never mind. I, I don't say it anymore. I, in the future, I will not do. I will not say this is an excellent uh, Gemara. This is not. The Achrenim discuss what exactly is a problem. As a person allowed to say, oh, today with, today's daf is a great daf. Or every daf is a great daf. Are you allowed to say that? So Ayin Sham. Next. Amar Al-Baravuna. Shasui Ayispal. Someone who drinks wine. He has his pre-davening l'chaim. Al Yispalel, he's not allowed to daven. Vimispalel, if he in fact davens, tfilos tfilos. Now, we're going to see exactly what this means. If he did daven, meaning he had his l'chaim before Marv, Friday night, and he davens from an Esri anyways, he's yaitza. Shikr, someone who's drunk, Al Yispal, he is not, not allowed to daven. Vimispalel, if he davens, maybe some hostaira, tfilos teyeva. His tefillah is a tefillah, it's an abomination that is not the way a person should dive in Takadish Baruch. What's considered that you just drink a little bit, and what's considered shikr? They were leaving each other, they were saying goodbye, at the bridge of Har Nahar Yoifti, of the Yoifti River Amru, they said like this. Before we leave, Zogapa, say something that 
that the other one doesn't know. We have this in Gemara. Person should should not leave his friend unless you know when you say goodbye, say goodbye with a dvar halacha. Avart By doing this, you'll remember him. The can discuss that that uh, that's the essence of a person. His his chiddush is the essence of a person. There's also a halacha concept that. A person's not allowed to speak about other people. Lashon hara. Even if you speak nicely about people, you end up you end up speaking lashon hara because someone else doesn't agree with what you said. So if you say a vart, you'll remember the person letayv. Fine. So let's say something that the other one doesn't know. So pasuk harav. One of them opens up and he said like this. Hey So it was considered that, that a person just drank. And it was considered drunk. That even if you davened, you're not yoytze. It's a tefila sateva. If you drink, but you're not yet drunk, that means you're still able to speak in front of a king. You're able to speak without without slurring your words. Shikers kolshi yachol daber He won't be able to. To stand up in front of a king, that's called drinking too much. Okay, now by the way, you see from this clearly in the Gemara, the Pisces can bring this down, look in Shulchan Aruch, that someone who drinks is not allowed to daven until the, until the wine leaves. So for some people, they have a shot and uh, it doesn't really affect them. So perhaps that's fine. That for them, that's considered that the, the alcohol dissipated. For others, they drink a little bit and it, it does something to them. So it's a it's something to look in, in halacha before one, you know, drinks before davening. That's your classic uh, kiddush club. So you're davening most of you davening shmonesrei after you drink l'chaim. So it depends how, how it affects a person. But it seems like that there's a standard that a revius should be an issue. So let's see before you uh, paskin. First of all, look in halacha before drinking before davening, and you'll see that in the gemara. Perhaps we could find a limitzchos that it doesn't affect them. Uh, as much. But if someone's taking a few shots and it does affect them, so then it's also for them to daven, they should not daven. There's a good shayla regarding Purim, there's a good shayla regarding Simchastari, where many people drink. There's even a halacha re- uh, regarding duchning. The Mishnah brings down from earlier sources already. There's a minute to duchin by Shachris Simchastari and not by Mosul, because many people get drunk and therefore you don't want the kain to be duchning while drunk. I what about davening? I'm not sure. Okay. So one of them said this halacha regarding the drinking. Another one said something else. Someone who who got a uh, who got, who inherited money, meaning not inheritance, but does not have any yarshim unless he has children after he gets after he becomes a ger. But those children are not considered kreivim al regarding Yerusha, and therefore his nechassim are hefker. So let's say someone gets this, he gets this money, so it's extra cash. So Malyasev is coming the other. What should he do, and that it shouldn't be an ayin hara? What segula, what mitzvah could he do to make sure you'll you'll retain this money? So he got pen sevatara. You should buy a sevatara with them. I'm Rav Sheshes Afilu, even Samachtalim Rabbi is baal benichse ishtay. Let's say a. Uh, a husband gets money from his wife. So through marriage, he married uh, into a wealthy family, assuming that his wife is bringing in the cash. So what should he do in order to to maintain this wealth? What should he do with the money? So you should also... So, so, that, so you should buy a safe Let's say if you, if you invested in something and you made a profit, maybe you got a promotion at work, something... Even if you found something, 
and you became wealthy through that, all these things, a person should do something with the money in order to either fend off an ayin hara, or it should be some type of skula, so you should purchase a safe attire with the money. Now, the theme of these uh, different uh, uh, sources of income is that it wasn't really through the toil of your work that you made this money. He got lucky. Oh, he, he had got, you know, they call it a good shidduch. I don't know what a good shidduch means, but it means you have a lot of money. He, he did, a, he did a, a good shidduch. He did well in shidduchim. So, or he invested and he, he made a lot of money in his investment. So there, there's like this luck, or you could see people being jealous as opposed to someone who went to college, works very hard, and he makes a decent salary. You don't have this concept of jealousy. You put in the hard work. So you don't have you don't need the segula necessarily of buying a safe tower. But if a person has money coming through him with to him without without the necessary work for it, then you found you found something, you won the lotto, that's when you should purchase a safe tower. Even just writing tone, that's also fine. That will be a good insurance policy. My crow, where do you see this in Chomish Tsiv? It says in Parashavitsa, I'm sorry, this is a different bus, not Navayetzi, but it's different. Psukim in Bamidbar talks about Yisrael makes another that the Nasan Titan is Amazab Yadiva Hramti Sarayim, talking about going to war, that if we win this battle, we will give the the money to to the base of to Mishkan. Amr Rabin Barabba. Darach Milvashina calls Shahuma Figanasiyan. That's a person drink, and he needs to now he wants to daven. So how does the wine leave him? So if you travel the distance of a mill. Or you sleep for a little bit, fall asleep during the rabbi's speech, right after Kiddush Club. So then, that causes the wine to dissipate, and you're allowed to die. It's only when you drink a revius, a revius of wine. That's your person, two cups of wine. If he starts walking, he's going to get even more tired. If you go to sleep right after drinking, you know, wake up all dizzy and drunk. So, why are you saying this? So the Gemara says, hold on a second. Really? But traveling a mill works. He's not a donkey. He's traveling from Akko to Kaziv. Rabbi Loi was going behind him. Rabbi Gamil found loaves of bread on, on the road. He'd say like this. Take the pieces of bread from, from the road. Take it off the, off the ground. Fine. That was one thing he did, and we're going to go through what he was trying to teach. He found the non-Jew. He said to the non-Jew, Somehow he knew his name. Take these breads from Eli. Eli came over to him. Eli asked him, where are you from? I am from the Hutz towns. We actually had this uh, previously. If people that live in the Hutz, could you make an Arab? Is that called a city? But he's from this uh, trailer park. My name is Mavgoy Shemeni. I'm sorry, Mavgoy. My name is Mavgoy Shemeni. Mavgoy is my name. So I asked, one second, Rabbi Gamil knows you? How did he know your name? I'm a little laughing. I have no clue. Oh, it must be that Rabbi Gamil had Ruach HaKadosh that he knew this fellow's name. Now, we learned three things from this story. That a person's not a walk past bread. And leave it there, you have to pick it up. Now, we have to figure out if... When you find bread on the floor, this is actually a discussion in Yaridea, you find food on the floor. So, 
could you assume it's kosher? There's no hachshir in it, there's no symbol in it. So if you're in a place of rave yisrael that keep kosher, so then no problem, you're allowed to eat it. But here, since rave oved rachim are non-Jews, and therefore you weren't able to eat the bread because it was not kosher or it was pas akum, you have to figure out what would be the problem of bread back in the day. You see from here that chametz that was owned by a Nachri is mutter by now. This is Machlekes, I think it's Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir in Mesechtas Pesachim regarding the knas of Chametz Shavala Pesach. According to one Shita, that any Chametz that was that was actually Chametz when Pesach came in, one is not allowed to have Hana, even if it was owned by a non Jew. You cannot go buy your, uh, your Arnold bread the day after Pesach. You can't go to Dakin Donuts. It was Chametz over Pesach. However, we pass in as long as it's owned by a non-Jew over Pesach, it's fine. The problem is when it's owned by a Jew and you have Jewish companies. So that, that's, the, that's where we have these Shilohs. But you see from here, the fact that he gave him the bread, that's called having Hanah, giving him the bread, so you're having enough from this bread, must be we pass in the Chomet Sha'avl of a Pesach that's owned by a Nachri, is not a problem. Now, Kevin should give a Ziv, so the story's not over yet. Ramil reaches Kaziv, but Achali Shalonidroi, someone came to be Maternad, Amr Lazesh Imoi. Ramil asked, it's funny, they had to ask him if we drink wine. He didn't know. Did we drink a revius of this Italian wine? Rabbi said, yeah, we, we drank before we went on our trip. We had some wine. We had l'chaims before we, uh, we, uh, we left shul. You know, we had our ticket in the morning. We did drink. So Rabbi says, okay, so let this person who has a shiloh regarding it, he should go behind us. So that up until the time where our wine... Uh, dissipates. So it's interesting. Agamil didn't know if he drank, yet he wasn't sure if, he, if the wine dissipated. It's a very interesting uh, uh, discussion here. But either way, at this point, Agamil says he has to wait. He waited three mil. They reached the uh, the rocky part of of, of Tzor. went down from the donkey. He put on his talus. It's interesting putting on your talus for, as, as a bezdin, even for Atar Sadarim, Arab Rosh Hashanah. It seems like you should leave your talus on. Now, learn a lot of things from that. That Italian wine does make one drunk, okay? Someone who drinks is not a paskin. And traveling does help, so you have to wait a little bit, but traveling helps. You have to be sitting down when you're matir neder. Now, either way, this whole bryasa with bro, you told me one mil works to be mafig the yayin, to have the the alcohol dissipate. Here, Rabbi Gamil says you have to wait three mil. What's going on? So the Gemara says, Shani Yain Eitaki, Dimeshakar Tvei. It really causes one, it's a much stronger wine, and therefore, it causes one to be drunk on a, and, and, and it doesn't dissipate with simply walking a mill. You have to wait three mil. I have a That's only this whole mill business when you drink a revius. So, drank more than a revius. And if he drank more than a revius, then he should have to wait more. Just traveling is not going to help. So at this point, I don't know how we have this uh, raya, but it seems like we're assuming he drank more than a revius. So the Gemara says, Rachav Shani. Riding is different. 
that works even if you drink more than Ravias, where we say typically you just get so tired from walking, it's going to knock you out. You won't be able to think, but if you're riding on a donkey, you're not doing too much. So the passage of time of traveling three mil, that works. So maybe when you're walking, it's one mil. When you're riding in a donkey, it's three mil, so you have no kasha. So Gemara says, hold on a second. You told me one of the things we learned out from the story of Rabbi Gamaliel, so now we're going to digress and discuss that story, is that you should only paskin hatar sadarim when you are sitting down. That's what happened. Rabbi Gamaliel puts on his towels and he sits down. I ain't You can be whether you're walking, standing, riding, no problems. The Gemara says, You're right. One time holds that before your matin neder, you have to find a charata. Meaning, this is a discussion regarding hataras and darim. Do you have to uh, show that if I would have known certain things, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have made this neder? Let's say a person, I don't know. Let's say a hanhaga taiva. Your classic hataras and darim is when a person does a hanhaga taiva. He holds, he has a chumra. And he keeps, let's say, Chal of Yisrael. And then he realizes, you know, a little expensive. He misses his Hershey's. So then he wants to be Mater Neder. Okay, so no problem. You can be Mater Neder for a Hanhaga Taiva. It's no worse than a regular Neder. The question is, when you're Mater Neder, do you need to say Charata? Why you really made this Neder by mistake? You took it on by mistake. You didn't know uh, different, you know, where you're going to move out of town, whatever. Or do you say no? They don't need to be uh, finding reasons to have charata before your matanether. So according to uh, Rabbi Gamaliel, you need to be paisin becharata. So that's a real bezdin. So you have to sit down and hear the case. And vigilamandama ain't paisin becharata. If you don't have to be paisin becharata, you don't need to sit down. It's not a real yeshivas bezdin. And that's what we do by Rosh Hashanah. You know, there's no real charata. There's no paisin becharata. You don't really need a yeshivas bezdin. And we're very makel with regarding the halachas of hatar sadarm on your yamin uh, ram. What taka did he was he passed out for him? So he says like this: That anyone who who makes a shvua, it's roy. He really He should have been stabbed by a sword, because what are you making an adarim for? You're putting yourself, you're setting up yourself for failure. That if you, let's say a person swears, he's never going to miss a davening. Makes a net there. He's setting himself up for, for failure. Don't, don't make a net there. But the Lashen Chachamim, those Chachamim that are matir net there, they're matir, they heal this person for making this net there. Now it sounds like the Chachamim actually have to get involved. They can't just sit there and just nod their head, mutalach, mutalach, mutalach. It sounds like the Chachamim are playing an active role in the Hatar Sadarim. So it sounds like Rabbi Gamliel holds. That poisin becharata, they have to open up with charata, and therefore that's why he sat down because of the yeshivas bezin. Okay, amar One thing, another thing we learned that from Rabbi Gamliel. You can't pass food that's on the ground. That's only in the earlier generations. When the benoisi saw were not into kishuf, into sorcery, that. Even the, the, the Jewish girls, they, they did kishuf, ma'avirin, you 
should not, you should, Mavir means literally pass over, you should pass over the bread and don't pick it up. Why? There's a concern that if you step on it, there's going to be some type of, uh, they're they're, going to get to you, some heebie-jeebie stuff. Fine. Tana, shleimim avirin, pesisin im avirin. You should walk past the, uh, the whole, the shleimim, the whole loaves, but petitin, the crumbs, or the small pieces of bread, im avirin, you should not walk past it. So pick it up and, throw it and th- wrap it up, throw it in the garbage, whatever you got to do, but don't leave it on the floor. I'm a little But they don't do kishof, sorcery, on the small pieces of bread. So you see that they they take pieces of bread, and here it's talking about kishof. So the Gemara says, there it's talking about the shakli bagrayu, when it says they took pieces of bread, that wasn't that didn't mean they did the kisha, they did the sorcery on the pieces of bread. That was their payment. They got the agrayo, their their wages, their payment was was with bread, but the the bread wasn't what they were doing sorcery on. One more gemara. Now that we're talking about drunk people being drunk, I could be malamit schus on Yisrael. From then, how? I would say like this: from the time of uh, the, the base was destroyed until until now. From that time period, I could say Klai was popped up from everything. Why? Well, remember the pasuk says, "Lachain shimina zois ania veushchuras v'loymiayin." So, the pasuk says that Klai were drunk, not from wine. V'loymiayin were drunk from all the stress. All the gallus. So therefore, since we're drunk, and a drunk person at this point, we're assuming is not chayiv and mitzvahs, it's potter from everything. So I could say klai is potter from everything, and therefore we should all go straight to Ganeiden, and we should not have din meisvei shikar. Someone's drunk mikachem mikachem mimchar mimchar. So a shikar that goes to his liquor store and he buys more liquor. Halach is it's a good sale. Over a very shishba misa. Let's see him murder someone. Mim misa noisa. He's chayiv misa. Malkus. If he does an avir, he's chayiv malkus. Malkus noisa. They give him malkus. Kolish shadava real kipikeach lechodvarav. He's like a regular person. Lechodvarav for everything. He has to keep a tyra. Al shapatim and tefilo. He's potter from shmanes, right? But as far as everything else, he's a regular. He has the same uh, obligations as everyone else. So how could you tell me? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna potter all of Klai Yisrael from getting punished because. We're all drunk. The drunk person's potter from everything, only from tefillah. So Mar says, you know what? My only lifter the kama, not mitin tefillah. From the fact that we don't have kavona in tefillah, he can be malamitzchos. We're really potter from tefillah because we're drunk. That's one shot. Amrav chenina loishanu shalait. This brisa that says that when a drunk person buys something or sells something, it's valid. It's a real kini. That's only when he did not reach the shichrusa shalait. He's not drunk. The same way Light got drunk, Avligia. The Shekhrusa Shalait, if he's so drunk, he's totally uh, drunk, that he has no, uh, he, he, he literally cannot think on his own. Pater Mikulim, he's Pater from all these things. Now, it doesn't mean he has the right to go now and do Averis, but if he does Averis, he won't get punished. There's a discussion if he's Pater for any damages. Many Chuvas have been written regarding people who are damaging things on Purim. Through perm celebrations or by weddings, you get drunk and you crack some glasses or other things. So there's, there's a discussion. You see your potter from punishments. So perhaps what, what uh, 
Rav Sheshes, Mishum Rav meant to say when he said, I'm going to be pat to Klai from everything, he says, because we are so, uh, we're so drunk, not from wine, we're so drunk from galos, from the stress, from the trials and tribulations, that we are as the Shechrusai Shalait, and therefore we should not get punished. We're like someone who's pater Mikulam from everything.